Today's podcast message is called Multiplying Manna. Jesus said this, I'm the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. The bread that I will give him is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. He went on to say, Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood as eternal life, I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, my blood is drink indeed. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me, and I in him. I've always taught you about overcoming the world, the flesh, and the devil. And uh, today we're going to talk about something that no one ever talks about. And that's breaking the mind cult of Satan. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto, unto you, the churches. To him that overcomes, will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. In other words, Jesus told his disciples that he had meat that they know not of. The meat of him is to do the will of the Father, to get through the regeneration into God's omnipresent glory. And when God's omnipresent glory comes into your life in the omnipresent Holy Ghost, He not only gives you comfort, but He gives you He gives you peace to overcome this lost and dying world. That's why Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And to multiply your manna, you have to start consuming the bread of life. God said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So the living truth with, with, which washes you clean of the filth of the carnal world, you have to go into another dimension to break Satan's curse. And that other dimension is called heaven. See, Jesus said, I have many things to say unto you, but now the prince of this world comes, and he has nothing in me. So he told him, hereafter I'm not going to talk with you much. Where I am you can't come because you're going to die in your sins if you reject Jesus. But if you're in Christ... He said, he, he that keeps my commandments and loves me. He that loves me will be loved to my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Matter of fact, we'll come and take up our abode in him. So the, the, the whole kick in the teeth in the lie of, of the Antichrist spirit is always telling you about false peace when you haven't repented of your dying nature. And being surrounded with these implacable spirits that you allow in your life to defile you as opposed to overcoming them in love and letting them have a chance to have light in their life. Listen to this. Now this is spoken 2,500 years ago. And in a latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to follow, a king of the fierce countenance, an understanding of dark sentences shall stand up. 
His power is mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper and practice, and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policies shall he cause craft to prosper in his hand. He'll magnify himself in his heart. He's going to stand up against Christ or the Prince of Princes. But he should be broken without hand. So you're going one place or you're going the other. It's like as, you, as you, you're looking around the world and fear, torment, rumors of wars, love grown cold. It's all happening to get you to give up your liberties and sell out to be godless. And they're going to be yelling, peace, peace, when there's no peace. My people refuse to know me through deceit, saith the Lord. So if you look at it as it's written, the same truth yesterday, today, and forever, you start to find out there's an answer out of bondage, the curse, death, and eternal damnation. And every time that there's a falling away in my life, every time that good people scatter or rebel, That's what Jesus said in the end times, there's going to be a great falling away. Then they get turned back over to the tormentor. And God's anointed throughout history. Well, Ezekiel said this, as they're rebelling against God, he said, I am your sign. And as a testimony against them, Jesus said, shake off the dust of your feet when your peace departs from them. They're going to separate from you calling you evil. Let your peace come back to you. So, there's a seduction going on in being deceived, in being godless. The Antichrist spirit denies Christ in the flesh, so you don't have a way out into his omnipresent Holy Ghost, which will quicken you into a heavenly dimension inside your body. God's a physical spirit. He returned paradise into you back on Calvary when he was crucified, buried, and resurrected on the third day. But what's happening now is, in the seducing, my hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people, neither shall they be written in the writing of the house of Israel. Neither shall they enter into the land of Israel, and they shall know I'm the Lord, because even because they have seduced my people, saying peace. And there was no peace, and one built up a wall, and lo, they dabbed it with untempered mortar. Say unto them which dabble with untempered mortar or godlessness, that it shall fall. There shall be an overflowing shower, and ye shall have great hailstones, etc. You don't want that to happen in your life. And God doesn't want to either. He wishes none should perish. But all should come to everlasting life. But when you put God's anointed in a position of barrenness for your rebellion. 
God told Ezekiel to move his wares out. Well, here's what he said. Therefore, son of man, prepare your stuff for removing, and remove by day in their sight. And thou shalt remove from the place to another in their sight. If it may will be, they consider, though they be a rebellious house, then shall they bring forth thy stuff by the day in their sight, as you remove it, and thou shalt go forth even in their sight, as they go forth into captivity. You always know that spirit, because they didn't re don't like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them up, so He gives them up over their reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventor of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, but knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, and no one wants that. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do that. So you know that as God moves in his light, he comes like a thief in the night. When they're saying they got relief from being under the anointing of God or the weight of the Spirit, because they never would give up the old carnal man or give up the mortal to take on immortality. That's why there's a natural body and a spiritual body. First the natural, then the spiritual. For they, when they say peace, peace, suddenly destruction comes upon them as a travail upon a woman with a child. The brethren, you're not in darkness that you'd be overtaken as a thief. Now see, I've taught you this forever because how the Lord's going to destroy the devil in the mind cult of Satan is through his light. The wicked one's being revealed as Christ comes back more and more in his, in his remnant. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his countenance. So you want to multiply God's harvest in manna? As you've been made an overcomer with the word of your testimony? See, Abraham asked the same thing. Throughout history, the, the scriptures say, is there anything too hard from God? But, and, and the Lord said, when Abram asked him, will you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? And the, the Lord said, no. If I would, he'd go down the list, and he kept asking, if I find but ten righteous men in the city, I will not destroy it for those ten men's sake. But once people have been getting turned over to their lust, the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And that's why when you're surrounded in a culture of Satan, it's a mindset. Their lifestyle consumes them to have to believe a lie and be damned with it and if you don't go along with that tidal weight of, of, of sin and damnation, 
which God is wiping out in these end times. From a ball of fire called wormwood down to the, the fire of God. God's a consuming fire. The Lord rained down on Sodom and Gomorrah fire and brimstone from out of heaven. He overthrew them for their wicked, exceeding lust. Burn one towards another from old to young. But he told his servant Lot to get out and do not look back. Friend, my point is today, I hope you haven't forsaken the assembly of God's glory and His glorified church. Because God's man is always spared who stands in the gap for judgment. But now there's no more cloak for your sin. And Christ is removing the milepost that took all the heat from that as it's written to serve notice on a territory of wickedness, indifference, lust, and lewdness. And God can do anything. After Philip did his thing with the Ethiopian eunuch and he gave his life to Christ, if you just believe in the name of Christ that he's the Son of God and confess him, thou shalt be saved. The Bible says, and when they were done or come up out of the water of baptism into the Spirit, immediately the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. And the eunuch saw him no more. He went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found in Azortus. And passing through, he preached in all the cities. This supernatural multiplying manna moved like a ghost in the Holy Ghost. Because God is omnipresent. And everywhere at one time can do all things. The impossible is about to rain on the just and the unjust. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on what was called faithful and true. And in righteousness doth he judge, and he makes war. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Not his mouth, go with a sharp sword. That with it he should smite the nations, and he should rule with a rod of iron. And he had on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lord. Break the bonds of Satan in your life today. Multiply the man of Christ, the bread of life, and tear out Satan in your members. Let Jesus reign and be spared from all of this insanity. In Jesus' holy name.